0: Welcome to the DMVR Avalanche Podcast. Before we start the show, we want to take a a moment and tell you about Green Mountain Dental Group in Lakewood. They're the best damn family-owned dentist in the metro, and they're extreme Colorado sports fans just like all of us. Beyond being local and being sports fans like us, Green Mountain Dental has this amazing offer. Schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam, and you will receive a free Sonicare toothbrush, Tweet at us and let us know how that's worked out for you. We'd love to interact with you and let Green Mountain Dental know about the great things they're doing for us and all our fans. I can't tell you how jealous I've been with all my colleagues getting their Sonicare toothbrushes. I need to schedule a cleaning right now um, and go hit them up. Their offices are only 15 minutes from downtown Denver. They're local. They're great. They support us and they have this great offer. Check them out. Let's start the show.
1: And Cole gets another good righty and Another right by Cole. A left by Cole this time. Tipped in front by Mika
0: Rentinen. He shoots and scars. Nathan McKinnon. Cole J.T. Comfort. 877 goes now. Gabriel Landeskog. Collective hugs. 29 and 92.
1: CB by Grubauer move over picasso this piece of art is by mckinnon my goodness gracious
0: hello everyone <laughs> have, uh, we'll, we'll give this a, a second as we do from time to time that's what i should have done yesterday was the old give it a second you know but i jumped right in classic we like can always in such a round. hurry i know exactly um, such a boy thing so true well we are live uh welcome everyone to the dnvr avalanche podcast presented by davidson's beer wine and spirits davidson's has two locations in centennial and highlands ranch these guys are locally owned and have a massive selection carry uh, they carry our personal breckenridge brews and are incredibly knowledgeable um they of course still deliver and they are kind of our takeout go-to for breck beers and anything you might desire or they do curbside delivery uh, so you don't have to come in and deal with any of that you can download their app today um for incredible deals and sign up for their loyalty program let's start the
1: show my man how are you doing today i'm good dude i uh i am much better than yesterday yesterday was one of those days where all every little thing just went wrong mm-hmm. and like nothing big like super first world problemy stuff right, right 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 but it was just like at every turn it was like Ugh, this is annoying and today's been today has been great so far that's what I love to hear my man yeah man yeah.
0: uh, i think our the topic of the show changes a little bit yesterday you know uh, we talked about some heavier stuff and today i think we can just get hyped about this season that's uh that's coming
1: up. The season that will be, yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah, so uh, where shall we start? Shall I just start us off?
1: Well, so that's where we're going to, you know, a um, lot of news with the CBA and all that. Um, I'll wait for Rudo to come back to really get into the nitty gritty of all of that and why that, why that will matter and where that's going to have an effect on the abs. Um, we'll do that tomorrow when Ruto comes back. We have uh, guests lined up for Thursday and Friday as well. So um, we're going to be talking Philadelphia Flyers on Thursday, and I'm not sure what yet on Friday. Nice. So a lot of stuff coming up, and then training camp Monday. Um, but for now.
0: Anything that stood out about the news without getting into the minutiae? Any major headline or. Uh...
1: Um, I think the big thing for me was obviously the flat cap and how they're going to calculate the cap. Um, the cap will not go up until hockey related revenue reaches $4.8 billion again, mm. um, which was the number that they used to get to the cap that they currently have. Right. right. So they, you know, hockey has to get back to that number. And when people are like, oh, cancel the season, cancel the season, you know, every time that you kick that can down the road for contracts that you've already signed with the t- with television, you have problems. And I, like, I, I completely understand where people are coming from and for the health of the players and, and all of those conversations. But it's like the NHL is not the NFL or the NBA – you know, not even baseball. It's it is not going to survive long term. Yeah. Um if if they don't at least give this a try. Uh and if for whatever reason there are no fans on the stands when the season comes back. Um like the NHL the the is not such a rich league overall that it, it can continue to take these hits. Yeah. Um the you know again this isn't this is not the NFL where right you're just drowning in revenue all the time. Right. Um the NHL there's only a handful of profitable teams every year, so you know. Damn. It's it's a tough it's 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 a tougher business conversation where it's like if this continues to go on, you know, you could be looking at a league where all of a sudden, you know, if, if you still have 31 teams, 32 teams expected to be, you know, you could be looking at another another cap salary cap reduction and that's bad for everybody involved so like all of the just cancel it like this is why they're trying to get it going and to see that they're trying to that they were able to find common ground players and owners were able to find common ground on a four-year cba extension Mm -hmm. like this has been the most contentious relationship among player union and league over the last 15 to 20 years and they just very quietly right. got a CBA done and yep. they they worked out the money um, without any real problems. There was none of the consternation involved with some of these other leagues. Right. Uh, where all of a sudden baseball and the players' union are back at each other's throats again after labor peace for quite a while. Yep. And and it, it that I think was maybe the most encouraging part was that, just that it got done without any real problems um that it's there was actual labor peace and instead of you know players were signing bonus heavy contracts Mm -hmm. in anticipation of a 2022 lockout and that way july 1st would roll around and whether or not there was a new cba or not those guys were going to get paid right and now you know there's no need for that. They they have a four year extension. The CBA runs through the end of 20 the 2025, 2026 season. Huge. It's it's great for the that's that should that will help the game. Um yeah. It needs and, and like hockey has a chance to really win over some people right now and make some fans because it's gonna go, it's gonna start in the postseason, and we're gonna have lots of it. And that's where we're kind of going today with what are the things that are that we're most excited about. We've got three periods to get through, and so I figured we each could come up with three different things. Uh, we have we, we have an exchange list, so we might have something overlap, but I figure that's where we start today. Love it.
0: So many things to pick from here, Hi, Bob. Um, especially, especially avs related. Um, cause when you, when you put this assignment to me, I really, you know, once I started to think about all the things that I miss about the abs and I'm so excited to have back, um, this really got me kind of giddy. And I don't know how you put this, I, you, you doing yours in order, like the thing you're most excited to have back. And then... Um,
1: no, I don't have a particular order. Okay. I don't have like a set, like this is the number one thing I'm most excited right, about it. Right, right. I'm excited for all of it. Assuming assuming players are healthy and that this actually goes on. Um I'm I'm excited for all of it to come back. I'm ready to rock, man. I'm this is this is gonna be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I should have worn an appropriate t shirt for this because really I think the number one thing I'm most excited to have back is the Av's top line. The because... three headed monster. Oh my god. God, is there anything better than watching Max skate and Miko at full health again, playing the way, you know, the Martian level that Miko is that that next level destroyer and killer at that size? How fun is it to watch that dude and Landy doing his Landy stuff with uh, that necessary dad rest in place, uh, you know, playing that that full ice game and being physical in front of the net? And then uh, doing a little a little Landy skillful stuff, a little Landy IQ stuff that you love so much. I mean, but most of all, I miss watching Max skate, man, just that alien who has another gear from just about anyone else in the NHL. I, I just can't wait. I'm like I, until today, I almost didn't realize how much I missed it. Um, it's just like injected into my veins. I want twenty nine running circles around people again.
1: Give it to me now. And not only, I mean, we didn't even get to see it that much this year because both Miko and Landy got hurt yes. right around the same time in the first half of the season. Yes. And then they came back and Miko got hurt again. Mm-hmm. And it was it was just it just sort of was like, fits and starts you know like it it didn't ever feel and there was that whole point where they were they were back and the team was healthy and they struggled right because all of a sudden it was like okay well now you know they're when when guys were hurt it was really easy to be like okay nate you're the man (laughs) we're gonna need you to do the man things and be our leader and go make something magical happen and it was like, okay. And then when he got all the help back, they were still trying to figure out who they were as a team because right. they just hadn't spent any time together. Yep. And getting to see that top line, it's such an advantage for them. And basically, you put them up in, in against every playoff team. Yep. And outside of Edmonton, out west, outside of Edmonton, there isn't another top line. Right. that you're feeling like can hang with with the with the three-headed monster. And even if even if they wanted to tinker with it and move Landy next to Kadri, yeah. Uh and put Borokovsky back up on that top line, because we saw that had a lot of success right. too. Like, whatever that combination, but Mac and the big moves together, it just it's that harmony, right? Like, we've seen it for so many years now, and it's just they they just work so nicely together cuz they're both such special players. I'm sorry. That, there's no
0: better combo in Denver sports than those two. There just is. not
1: you know, thanks you don't no, give it a year and uh Vaughn and Chubb will be there. Ooh, that'd be so nice.
0: I thought you were going Maple Mamba and the Joker, but um not quite at that level.
1: I They're great. I'm they're great. So, I just don't trust him, Murray. Yeah, yeah, as well oh, you should. He's He's got a lot to prove. Like, um, like Jokic like, is a set and forget yeah. superstar, right? Guy yes. that I have no no qualms about. But Jamal Murray, it's like any given day, that dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I have no right. idea. Exactly.
0: And I mean, just the thought of like these dudes on fresh legs, because if we needed them, if the ads needed them to do what they did last postseason and play 22 minutes a game, the insanity that that was, they might just have the legs for it, man. They yeah. just might be fresh. The uh, And kind of my 1B, I'm so excited about the forward depth, right? I mean, that's what made this season so exciting starting off yeah. was that second line. Now we got Kadri. Now we got Dansko. Now we got Burakowski. I can't wait for that to pay off in the postseason. I'm just shocked yeah.
1: about that. Well, and, and knowing like that they're facing a decision where – Two of Matt Nieto, Tyson Jost, and Colin Wilson. Two of those guys are going to be healthy scratches when they open up, you know. And the, of course, that like that makes the obvious assumption that everybody gets through camp, okay? Of course, that that probably won't happen. There will probably mm-hmm. be groin pulls, things like that. There will yeah. probably be soft tissue injuries because guys are going to get back and they're trying to ramp up so quickly. I mean, two week two weeks of of them skating around to try and get ready for postseason play is insanity like it? you're just you're gonna get some hamstrings groins things like that Yep. um so we'll see but this that depth that they can they can rotate guys in and out of you know nieto jost and, and wilson were all important playoff performers for them at oh. various times last season yeah. and two of those guys are going to be in suits i know sitting in the stands socially distanced
0: yeah, right. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, two years ago in that series against Nashville, just envying the forward depth they yeah. had while that was our one weakness to think how in just two, two years, the it's completely
1: flipped. Um, I, I, Can't, I cast them into aggressive management. They definitely didn't sit around and say, oh, well, we can just wait for kids to develop because right? they had the prospects to develop. If they wanted to go that route, it would have been justifiable. And instead, they went out and they aggressively went and got guys uh, and filled up those spots and still have the prospects uh, on the way to, 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 to fill those jobs up in the next year. So it, that, I'm with you, man. The, that depth is something else. Um, my, my first thing that I'm excited about, not going to be as ab-specific, mm-hmm. but it's the schedule. Mm. Because... The uh, format? Yeah, like Z, well, Z and I were, were the fiance and I were trying to go through the schedule, put together how we would make it so that you could watch it every day, knowing that they have to play seeding games at the same time as the qualifying round. Mm-hmm. You have to, you have 16 teams in the qualifying round. That means you've got eight matchups, but you can't play them all on every day. So you got to play, you know, you have two cities. You're going to be playing multiple games per day. It's about four games in each city that need to get played every single day. And that's a ton of hockey to just sit and consume. Meaningful. Like hockey. like start in the middle of the day <laughs> and I'm sitting here and I'm thinking like games and puck drop is going to oh. be at noon oh. and like we're going to be sitting in the DNVR lounge because the bar won't even be open yet. We're going to be, you know, I'm I'm thinking Rudo or I will stream one of the games and we'll be in the voice chat and we'll be hanging out. And we'll just be talking through the game, and just you know, just hanging out with a bunch of with the with all of the all of all of the subscribers who want to hang out with us during the day, just talking about playoff hockey that's taking place. And if it's the ABS game, then it's the ABS game, right? If it's yeah. the ABS game, we probably won't be doing as quite as much hanging out because we all have jobs to be doing. So true, but. You know, watching watching Vancouver in Minnesota in the middle of the day, where it's like, okay, I, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be great. i that's what I'm so excited about is the schedule. It's just gonna be this onslaught of hockey all day, day after day after day after day. It's gonna be great because they just they don't have time. They have to get this done. Uh, they have to they have to schedule aggressively. They can't do any of this two three days off stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm it just given all of the people that are going to be all the teams that are involved, how, how you want to avoid competitive advantages, like the seating round, the, the teams that are playing the seating games, the top yeah. four in each conference, yeah. you can't, you can't have them sitting while the qualifying round plays yeah. because then, because then they have to play. It'll take them a week to play the seating games then you have to do that, and then what, the qual the, the teams are going to play a qualifying round and then sit for a week? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah. You want them all going at the same time. Mm-hmm. That way, everybody can roll right into the official first round all on the same playing field, having played a number of games. So mm-hmm. play at least three games because it's best of five, and the seeding rounds will be three games. So everybody will get at least three of those games in – before the the official first round begins, and I think that's what most excites me, man. Is that it's just it's going to be so much hockey to watch.
0: Yeah, you're saying you're excited about the gluttonous feast of uh, oh high intensity gosh. hockey that'll be going on for consecutive days for two months. That that's got you excited. Just it's like... going to
1: be it's going to be like a Vegas buffet of hockey games every single day. Truly, I mean, just hearing you say that, I just and this
0: sadly i i feel like it's a lot talking sports lately but it's like man we're not worthy like we don't deserve this like, I, I don't know what i'll do with myself it's already been so amazing to have like soccer back and that like takes care of my days but then it's been weird like in the evenings all of a sudden i don't have sports to watch yeah so i could always put something on now to have that back and have
1: like Way too many well, options. Oh. I'm just like, please put pl- 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 have the abs play during the day so that I can watch the Rockies at night or, or the Nuggets. Like oh,
0: it's gonna be I'm
1: and I'm I'm actually thankful that the, the NBA is wasting a bunch of time on regular season games because it means hockey is gonna be like everybody's gonna be like, oh well those games are actually mattering, like these games are actually for something. Right. And that's just going to it's going to give hockey a chance to stand out in a spotlight that it it struggles to, to get on a regular basis. I think hockey,
0: since this has kind of been a, a theme of this first period, hockey's really done a great job and should be truly poised to maximize this window they have right now and really kind of grab more eyes than they've been able to in uh, quite some time, I'd say. So it really is an exciting time, not just for the Az, but the entire sport, I think. Um, Fair to say, uh, my dear captain, that the the first period is in the books. Fair to say. Um, Just want to remind you, our good friends at Breckenridge Brewery is the official beer of DNVR. Um, Check out the farmhouse, which is open and socially distanced. You can pick up food there uh, and check out the Mile High City Copper Lager, um, their 15-can pack. Uh, You can get it delivered from Davidson's or head to the nearest grocery store like King Supers and pick it up. You can also order delicious food and some great booze um, from Breckenridge from their farmhouse directly. Um, You can do that by calling 303-803-1380 from 12 p.m. to 8 p.m. for pickup and use DMVR to save $5. Uh, And don't forget to use the Breckenridge Beer Locator to find the specific beers you are looking for. Um, And then I want to remind you, and this is a a, a tough read for me, um, AJ, because my three-way parlay did not come through Um, just now because my Italian pick didn't work. Um, Of course, I did that at our good friends at the DraftKings Sportsbook using their app, probably the app I use the most on my phone these days. So easy to use, and it's all because betting is legal in Colorado, so you find some amazing deals. One that really caught my eye today was on the main card for the upcoming uh, UFC 251 pay-per-view You can pick either Usman or Masvidal to win, and they're giving you a plus 500 odds boost. So it doesn't matter if you're taking the minus 260 favorite. You still can get it as a massive 5-1 to underdog because DraftKings is just uh, gifting you money, and they have been doing that throughout. Um, In a lot of ways, I I feel like, you know, an an old lady in Minnesota couponing, you know, to save money. It's the same concept betting on DraftKings. Just don't do what I also do and uh, go with three way parlays and uh, stuff like that on European soccer or golf to win big, you know, and then. Then your your coupon <laughs> savings might uh might come back to bite you a little bit. But download the top rated DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code DNVR when you sign up for a limited time. New users can get a no-brainer odds boost on the headline fight for Saturday. Um, you bet twenty dollars to win a hundred. Yep, that's right. Uh, no matter who you pick, Usman or Burns, your odds will be boosted to twenty dollars to win a hundred. So head to DraftKings Sportsbook now and sign up with code DMVR, must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Bonus compromise of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions applies. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. All right, brother. We're keeping on with this theme, I suppose, huh? Yeah, I would say that that is the plan, yes. Accurate. Do you want to start in round two on the second period with what you're most excited about since I started period one?
1: Um, sure. Okay. I guess I, guess I can. Um, you know, <clears throat> I think the thing that I'm most excited about um, avalanche-wise is... Mm-hmm. I want to see there are jobs to be won. Like we know that there's there's a flat cap and we know that that's going to cause certain contract conversations to take place. But in practice every day, because there are going to be extras, guys are going to have chances to make impressions. We talked to this about this a little yep. bit, like with AJ Greer, uh, Sheldon Drys, some of these other guys yep. that are like borderline guys. Um, there are chances for jobs to be won going into next year. You know, if they if they take a chance and they bring Bowen Phairum on the travel squad, they invite him to camp and he travels and he goes, and that's that's he gets to use that as a springboard to trying to make the team next year. You know, that's yeah. an opportunity for him if they bring Connor Timmons that's an opportunity for him to make an impression. They're going to be practicing with the NHL team every day. Mm -hmm. The coaches are going to have their own eyes on them. They're not going to be getting reports from anybody. There's not going to be any secondhand information. It's going to be purely first-person perspective of what this guy can do, how this guy might be able to help. And I'll be curious to see if they get – two, three rounds into this, you know, they get 10, 15 games in. Do they, do some of these guys start to push for jobs, mm. push for ice time right away? And maybe the position that's most unsettled there is goaltender because Grubauer, I think it's, fa- it's fair to assume Grubauer's the number one right now. Yes. But Francois did such a great job when, when Gruby went down. Yeah. That if Grubauer struggles, I don't think that there can be a long leash. Yes, yes. And that's that's the faith that Franco's earned with his play. Like he played an unbelievable stretch where he was a he was one of the NHL's three stars of the week, back to back weeks. Something no Av had ever done before. That's crazy. Like all you think of all the guys who have played for the ass insane, man, and nobody hit it. And, and Pavel Frantz is the guy that, that does that. So that, you know, and, and what gets lost in, oh, Frankie played so well down the stretch was that before the injury, Grubauer was playing the best he had played all year. Yep. Yep. And so when you had both goalies were hot at the <laughs> end, they were both playing great at the right time of year and now with that reset goalies being as unpredictable as they are you have no idea what kind of shape they're going to be in mentally and what what they're going to look like i'm excited to see how that plays out because you know frankie signed a two-year extension for two million dollars very very good backup money but grubauer has one year left on his deal when, from when the abs got him yeah. and we're, we're two years in now and you cannot say that he's the long-term answer. He's the clear cut long-term guy. He has not had a full season. You know, he had to compete with Varley. Mm -hmm. And then this year he was the clear cut number one and he was just okay at, at portions of it. He, he opened up the door for Frankie and Frankie fumbled the opportunities every so often. And then when he got hurt, obviously, when injuries came into it, Frankie had moments where he pushed and pushed and pushed. When they were both help, healthy, um, Frankie wasn't able to secure the, the job.
0: Yeah,
1: And so Grubauer is going to get another another long look at this, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's where I'm really excited. I'm excited to see... Can can Grubauer lock this down? Because he he played really well in the postseason last year. If he repeats that performance, plays really well in the postseason again, then I think we go into the start of next season. Gruby is the clear cut number one, and then we're we're having the conversation of maybe in the off do the Avs extend him? Right? Do they give him a new contract? Because you don't ever want you don't ever like the feeling of going into the season with a guy going to be a UFA at the end of the year in one of your key positions. And you're just not going to sign him. Mm -hmm. You know, if he's an RFA, you have a lot of mech. There are mechanisms there where you're less concerned. Right. Between arbitration and the fact that offer sheets are something that don't truly exist in the NHL. It's. And letting your starting goaltender just roll into a contract year. Yeah. is so dangerous because if he goes off, then his price tag skyrockets. And then maybe you're having a different problem. And it's the it's the problem Vancouver's having right now with their goaltender who had a career year in a walk year. And he, he goes from being maybe a $3 million goaltender or $4 million goaltender to being six and a half. Right. And you're like, oh man, now we're gonna have trouble keeping him. So that's something I'm very excited for is Watching how the goaltending battle, if you will, I don't, I still don't really think it's much of a battle yet. Right. But there's enough uncertainty there that guys still have to perform. Yeah.
0: And the Avs are in a unique position where I think you like when these guys get hot, you trust them both. So you can kind of ride the hot hand. It's about identifying that hot hand And, of course, the concern is, was Frankie uh, playing so well once he didn't have competition because he was kind of the only option? Um, yeah. And was that competition playing into that? And, you know, also goalies are uh, are strange beasts. I wonder how not having a crowd will impact them. Like more than any other position, that's the one that um, I, I'm i just curious to see if uh, the crowd will have yeah any impact whatsoever.
1: Well, and you know, goalies feed off of the opposing crowd's like hatred of them. Exactly. And they feed off of the goalie chance, you know? Right. Uh, You know, you know, you know, Grubauer is not like, oh, I don't, I don't, he'll, he'll say, oh, I don't hear it during games, but like, come on, you're human. Yes. You're skating around in the corners, like off in your own little world, and you're hearing the crowd going, you're, you're kind of like internally like, yeah, that's me. I'm, that's (laughs) me. Uh Right. You got it, guys. Yep. I stop those pucks. That's what I do. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, it I, ju-
0: must just help you stay locked in for sixty minutes.
1: <clears throat> yeah. I hope. I, honestly, I hope the bench does it. I hope the abs players on the bench give them the grew after big saves. That'd be incredible. <laughs> That's what's so fun about these no crowds
0: is it's really it's like, you know, games you used to play with your boys at some empty field where all you can hear is you. But you know, I remember playing back then. It didn't feel like, oh, it's so empty. It's like,
1: yeah feels loud and we're yelling and we're into it and we're passionate and doing stuff. you don't you don't think when you've never you've never played in front of a crowd you don't think about a crowd right exactly like there's no there's nothing but when you're accustomed to playing in front of 17k every night exactly right all of a sudden you know it's like it's like you're back in like a junior league totally where you're playing in front of 100 people and they're all team personnel and random media members who are allowed to be there Right,
0: exact, and I mean, you know, everyone in the NHL always talks about, well, the postseason's different. Uh, postseason, well, why is yeah. it different? It's probably a big part of it is you feel it just from the fans. Yeah, well, the energy, from the media, the energy, all of that—that that energy that kind of bounces off of you, that's transmitted to you from the outside world—that'll be missing a little. So it will be interesting to see that. Is this is this your second thing? Is your your, no,
1: no. your <laughs> to see what life is like without fans?
0: No, no, I've got enough of that. I'm I'm starting to get familiarized with life without fans, uh, though I miss it dearly. My second thing, I, I'm it's kind of I, I couldn't add to split hairs here. It's it's watching our guy Kale McCarr, who uh, of course <laughs> did his did his NHL debut in the playoffs last year, scoring a goal and looking you know absolutely ridiculous. Um, then has you know his first full rookie season, full not even. Um, and is is playing at a historic level i cannot wait to see this guy in this setting um just you know again if i if i miss max uh speed and just watching him skate around the ice you could say the exact same about kale um you know just that pairing with ryan graves and how much graves uh really just kind of came out of nowhere and was one of the great stories um for the ABS this year but i mean Kale's our guy man when we when we did this podcast way back when together we were talking about you know those top 4 or 5 prospects in that draft and talking about Kale a lot and how he was a high upside prospect and I certainly never thought we would get to, we would reach these
1: highs you know you talk well, we about talked high upside but geez, i didn't quite think this AJ we talked about him as we said look his ceiling is Eric Carlson and that's <laughs> if he hits it he's a hall of fame player and we were like, look, like the it's easy to say that on draft day. Oh, this yeah. kid, he's got such a bright future. <laughs> right. And the, right. so many things have to go right from there, you know? And then they did.
0: Yeah, I like, didn't expect us to be right on time, like two and a okay. half years in. <laughs> right. Jeez. <laughs> <Like, laughs> um, I thought I thought I'd be a little more undecided at this point. Um, so seeing Kale get back, I mean that's that's another to me, fresh legs and the speed um, that this team has, you know, the youth, the the fre- with the fresh legs and with their speed. I think those three things combined with this kind of format should really make the the abs lethal. And it starts with the two things that make me more excited, that top line and, uh, you know, Kale being able to to do his thing on the power play and being able to. To quarterback the d um in five on five situations and just just seeing his game keep elevating i mean it's one of the things that have me tuning into the abs every game and in this format it's just going to be amazing
1: i'm (laughs) it's it's tough to overstate like it's it's being being saying i'm excited for Kale mccarr it's like one of those like <laughs>
0: yeah
1: and really that's what I'm going out on a limb here right but like right. it's true it's at the same time we did an entire podcast dedicated to being excited of watching Kale mccarr not not just in the playoffs but for the rest of his career because yep. he's just that he's that magnetic of of a talent mm-hmm. that you're just drawn in and you just want to you just want to watch more of it and I, I mean, I you can't go wrong. Anything Kale McCarr related right now—that's that's stock you should be buying. Yeah, hundred percent.
0: You don't see them uh, messing with the defensive pairings
1: much, right? At least not the top four. Uh, I mean, we'll see. The they the ads under Bednar are not. Uh, they they don't they don't play strict pairings very much. Right. They play very situational pairings. So. You know, like they have their like, hey, Graves is with McCarr and Gerard right. is with Johnson and Cole and Zadorov are down there trying to figure it out. Um, like they have like their their kind of set pairings, but based on situations, yeah. they tweak things constantly. You know, if they have an offensive zone face off, uh, they'll throw Gerard out there with McCarr. Uh, right. They have a defensive zone face off, maybe they'll throw, you know, they'll throw Graves out there with Cole. You know, if depending on shifts and sure, someone's sure. tired, someone needs or whatever. Like they, they switch it up more than most teams. Um, they're, they're one of the most active in changing up their defensive pairings just mm-hmm. based on situations. And, and that they're, they're unique in that way. Like they, right. a lot of teams just roll pairings. Right. Uh, right. But the abs do a lot of Bedner and they do a lot of tinkering they they don't they don't do it with forwards very often. Like the only forward they really do it with is is uh, McKinnon, where they'll try and like steal a fourth line shift. Mm-hmm. Like oh hey their fourth line is out there, they've been out there, they're stuck out there. Go hop out there and try and you know steal a goal real quick. Yeah. And like sometimes it works, most of the time it doesn't because it's hockey and it's really hard to it's really hard to score goals. Yeah. But otherwise they don't. Um, the the coaching staff is very particular about how they how they do business
0: if you had to guess right now kale with the most uh time on ice of any defenseman during this postseason run uh
1: yeah i think that's yeah because he'll be on power play one and yep i'm hoping that they draw more penalties than they take (laughs) so yes um yeah i think the he should certainly leave them, leave them in even strength ice. Fine. I'll accept your qualifier. Yeah.
0: Good. All right. Nothing more to say on period two? Sound the horn? Nope. Sound the horn. I'm good. I wish we had an actual horn. I know. Does Rudo have that on regular shows? No. Come on. I'm going to have to talk to him.
1: Um, should get the Aldab's horn, like the gold, gold, gold siren. That'd be beautiful.
0: Yeah. What are you guys doing? Let's uh, let's up the production here. One place that doesn't need to up the production is MSU Denver online, which puts a dynamic education at your fingertips without forcing you to decide between earning a degree and living your life or nowadays having to go outside and uh, take any unnecessary risks. MSU Denver is the Colorado institution providing rigorous and affordable online programs taught by professors who bring the real world into the classroom. MSU Denver graduates use their relevant degrees to land coveted jobs. Some of our very own staff members at DMVR are taking MSU Denver online classes this summer. I'd encourage you to go check them out online. I've had fun doing that, just uh, looking at the different courses. They have um, so many interesting ideas, so many things that get my wheels churning on what I could improve on and hone my skills on. So check that out out and support them because uh they support us and uh, I, I don't know if i have a support transition here uh but you know take care of your balls with manscaped is what i would say on uh on this one the lawnmower uh 3.0 has been uh revolutionary in my household uh with their uh you know water resistant technology, their nice LED light, which lights everything up so I can see what I am doing. And uh, needless to say, their Nick free uh, proprietary technology, which, uh, you know, allows me to do it all safely has uh, definitely been a game changer. As you can see here down on the screen, you can use code DNVR 20 for 20% off plus free shipping on manscaped.com. That is one Hell of a deal there. Um, and like I said, with MSU Denver Online, support them because they support us. And uh, they have some pretty cool stuff there. I know I want to get back there and uh, check out some more. I'm, I'm in need of some, some more razors, AJ, for my face. You know, uh, Not that you would know anything about that.
1: But, uh, yeah, clearly I don't. Uh, I'm in need. I just haven't actually located one in a while.
0: Mm. Mm. Uh, I believe it. Uh, Sure, looks like it. So, and now we are down to our final third period. AJ, the period some might say separates the man from the boys. Um, Sure. The third thing you're most excited about um, with the NHL season, or maybe I shall start here with the NHL restart man, AJ, you know, um, I went with some obvious ones early on, but I think maybe the most obvious of all is that I'm, uh, simply excited. It's kind of piggybacking off your first point. The format has me really excited. You were more of a scheduling guy. The format has me really excited because it's endless hockey. It's high, um, highly competitive hockey. I think this, uh, the the seeding round not so much the qualifying round with the extended seeds that that might have some legs if it's uh, if as uh, as we've seen before in these uh, playoff formats in the NHL anything's possible and we see some big upsets I really think that will uh, that that might stick because it's going to be that fun but just to suddenly go from nothing for months and months and have playoff hockey return to us like this. Um, I mean, you know, it's basic. It's an obvious point, but uh, it's undeniable. I couldn't leave that out of the three things I'm most excited about. I'm simply most excited about playoff hockey returning and it returning in this fashion under this format, which I think is just going to be unbelievable.
1: I love the format, and I've, I've said this before a few times that if this goes well, I think that it could be something they could they could revisit to maybe be, I I wouldn't hate it if it was more of a permanent thing, Mm -hmm. where uh, they have this qualifying round where, you know, five through uh, five through 12 get to play the the play in. Yeah. And they have a best of five where the top four teams like get a week off. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. And. <clears throat> that that it rewards them because home ice advantage is something that we've seen become less and less important over you the know. years in hockey. So, giving those teams, those top teams another advantage just a, a small feather in the cap, mm-hmm. give them a week off. It's not so much time right. that they get, you know, you're all of a sudden super rusty, but um give them a week to get get a little bit healthy, a little bit, you know, back into shape and uh, rest up a little bit and and feel good while the other teams just have to keep going. Yep, and hearts
0: and maybe reduce the regular season just a smidge.
1: I mean, I would I I am all for that. I, like, I think regular season should be more like sixty eight games, but perfect. I'm but there's no way there's no way owners are going to be like, sure, why don't you just take that money right out of my pocket? Well, we'd give you some playoffs. playoffs yeah, I mean. Maybe? You're talking a best of 5, you're talking 3 extra home games at most. I know. I I think that would be a tough sell. I don't I don't think that the no. I don't think it's realistic that the to add the qualifying round on as a permanent thing. No. no I don't no. think that's realistic either, but I just I love the intensity of it and I love that it gives it would give in a normal year, it would give those those top teams just a little something extra for being a top team. Right. Um and with the way that the the format is, the postseason format is now uh, finishing second in your division is is a punishment. Yep. Um, and I I think that's I think that's bull corn, man. Yeah. Uh, because it it doesn't like to me it doesn't it doesn't make sense that the team finishes second and they you know like you look at a good the really good divisions out there. You know, you Tampa Bay, Boston, and Toronto; those three teams. You know, where the third team out of that one is could very easily be the best team Mm -hmm. in the other if they were in a different if they were in the other Eastern Division. And it's I I just don't I think it's it punishes them. Yeah, because then you know your first round opponent is could be one of the top five teams that was in the NHL. And if they were to make this qualifying round thing a regular thing, you don't worry about divisions and that type. All you have to do is just be in that top four. Now it sucks to be the fifth team, like Edmonton, where they yeah. were they were just barely the fifth team. Right, right. But they also are rewarded by getting a matchup against a really not good Chicago team. Like Edmonton shouldn't be crying too much. They should take care of business. If they lose to Chicago, it's because they didn- couldn't take care of business you can't complain about having the Stanley Cup stolen or anything from them if you can't even beat a team that had, like, 70 points. Yep. Like. Yep. Yeah. Turns
0: out you weren't a contender if you couldn't even right. beat the Blackhawks in a five-game series.
1: Straight up. Like, Turns it's out just, you
0: did not deserve to win the Stanley Cup. So,
1: Right. And so, it's, for me, I, I just think that it, I, I hate the current format so much that I'm very open to making a lot of changes to it. Mm. I'll do, I'll do almost anything to change it because I hate it so much. I, the whole first uh, with the two wild cards and how some division, like if uh, the, the Pacific this year, you could be third in that division and you would have been sixth in the central at some points. It was yeah. just like, this is, and you're like, you're insulated because you're in a bad division. Like, you're getting bailed out by that. Right. And in the one through eight format, like you have to be one of those teams. You know, and uh, it frustrates me. I I I hate that format. So I'm with you in that this format is going to kick ass because it's going to give us a different look. It's going to give the NHL powers that be that that love to make questionable decisions. It's going to give them a different look at something where they can say, oh, 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 maybe Mm -hmm. that's a good idea. Yep. And then they should hire me to be their good decision maker
0: one step at a time one step at a time let's get this (laughs) maybe when the cba is up next um one thing at a time okay okay i i'm glad we're on the same page there yeah Um, yeah that'd be nice now their hearts in the right place with this new format and it has given us some great uh some great upsets and stuff but yeah it's uh it, it's re- it's really screwed these teams and the really the the like best divisions the showcase yeah. divisions in your league are getting screwed and it, it should be the well, definitely opposite.
1: like you're getting you're getting like you look at like like it's funny to make fun of toronto and how they lose to boston in the first round every <laughs> year but like yeah that's a tough <laughs> thing like, Toronto, right. Toronto would be would be in a better position, a more competitive playoff position, if they tanked the last week of the regular season and let somebody pass them in their division and fell to the wild card. And like, man, we'll take our chances with like Tampa Bay. Like yeah. they would be they would be in a better com- better competitive position because Boston has their number for a reason. Like that's their Kryptonite stylistic matchup and you should not like you shouldn't be rewarding that like in one way that those two teams have played several times in the first round is a it it, it reinforces why the nhl wants to do it because they want those rivalries yeah yeah, right they want them but i can tell you from a fan's perspective we're all sick of it yeah. we don't we don't want to watch the same teams play each other in the postseason. last year was the first time the Avs and flames had ever played in the playoffs and it was nice. cool it was nice it was cool man yeah. like it was a good time. It was like, cool, dude. We get to hate somebody new. This, <laughs> right. We're going to get our hate on with part of Alberta. This is going to be awesome. <laughs> uh,
0: and I mean, it, and it's not like you'd lose that, you know? Like, right. Toronto would still have to face off with Boston if both teams made a deep right. run.
1: And um, that's, and you know what? That's your your, that's what happens when you win rounds. But like, right. that's what happens when you win rounds. Not, that's what happens when you get, screwed by a format that punishes you for being in the best division in the NHL. Right. Right. Where three teams have at least 105 point seasons. And, and like you're because of that, like the seeds two and three have to play each other. It's it's bull, man.
0: Yeah. You got to spread
1: the love a little bit. And like, I would feel worse for Boston, except that the matchup is just perfect for them, but it's also bull that they're playing a hundred point team in the yeah. first round, after they had like a 100-point season of their own. It's total Ooh, nonsense. It's, yeah. it's total nonsense. So this format, I hope, opens them up to new possibilities. Because please, please, please make changes. Well, more playoff hockey. N-
0: nothing wrong with that. Ugh. Like ops.
1: And in a normal year, a qualifying round while the top seed sat and didn't do anything, that qualifying round would be totally insane. More so than this year, yeah. Oh, yeah. It would be awesome, dude. It would be such a good time because it's like, cool. We made the playoffs. It would be, a, it would be like a. <clears throat> it would be similar to what we see with the wild card in baseball, which I know a lot of people hate, but I think is awesome. Watch every one of those games every year, and they uh, are outrageously intense.
0: Yes. No, it's true. I mean, there's nothing be- better than single game elimination, too. So, we've got that going for. Them. Okay. What are you excited for?
1: Lay it on me. We kind of touched on it last uh, last uh, last period, and it was it was one one reason why I was like, "Is this where you're headed with this? Are you gonna steal my are you gonna steal my thing?" But mm-hmm. I'm kind of excited to see what it looks like with no fans. Like mm-hmm. I'm I I'm such a huge fan of sounds of the game that if 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 the abs <laughs> players are all shouting "Grew" on the bench after a big save, we'll get to hear it. And we're going to get to go through an entire postseason without glass banging Neanderthals right on top of the freaking mics because the defenseman dares to try and set it up and let his guys change and get something going in the neutral zone. And you got that Neanderthal who's three cores lights in and can't handle it getting up there going, and it's like, dude, no, sir please somebody beat that man i so may have instead um, of having to deal with that we just won't have to and it's it's that lack of glass banging obnoxiousness is already music to my ears that lack <laughs> of that silence is already one of the best things about playoff hockey this year and hadn't even started yet
0: i might have to go to your house bring a lawn chair Oh stream God. the games on my iPad and bang on your Windows
1: like a Neanderthal. I'll be sure to be three cores deep right I will, as I start. That. I will give you the <laughs> proper beating that that man deserves. <laughs> I can't. I can't handle it. I hate it so much. You know, like Drew gets mm-hmm. on gets on the Rockies pod and gets all sanctimonious the about the wave. For me, it's glass bangers. I hate it. Mm-hmm. I I do I I hate it dude I can't stand it but I I'd like I'll, I'll miss the crowd intensity because it is an awesome thing to it, it changes games like yeah 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 there was no way abs fans were not having kale McCarr score a goal in his debut last year like right there was right. just no way like we that that crowd was like we are willing this team into a special evening and the what does that what does that game look like without fans? Yeah. Yeah, that one. that's such a such a special night. And how mm-hmm. does that look like without fans? It won't it wouldn't be nearly the same. Yeah. And so there's gonna be plenty lost. But as like a you know, just a hockey purist, I guess, if you want to call it that. Um, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Um, I sounds of the game. Give me the ice, give me the boards, give me the hitting, give me the chirping, give me, give me all of that, give me mics all around the area and I don't have to deal with the fans doing, doing anything stupid. Um, I'm, I'm all, I'm all for that. I'm really, I'm just so curious, uh, to, to see how different it is. And there's a chance I'll get two games in and I'll absolutely hate it. It would be a great like metal band name. It would. Yeah. That's amazing.
0: It, I think in in sports where you score goals, the one part where you feel it is it's not so much the crowd noise and atmosphere. It's the reactions post goal. Mm. Those are just so much part of it. Um, or post big hit. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but especially post goal, it will be weird not having a shot of then the crowd like collectively losing their minds yeah off this big um goal just being scored but aside from that you you, you notice it at points but for the most part it kind of it, it oddly feels mm. normal once you you get settled in and and the camera just focuses in on the ice or the field or what have
1: you. yeah and i'm not a big fan of the piping and the noise it just sounds weird
0: yeah yeah i mean, i, I if it's crowd noise that the players can't even hear and they're putting it on my TV channel, it's yeah. like, what?
1: It's, please take that off. It's so awkward, dude. It's like yeah. white noise where you're just like, why? No, right? And the delayed like crowd reactions, like, yeah, no thanks. I'm like okay. a producer's yeah. hitting like a crowd like, <laughs> button, and you're just like, <laughs> right. yeah, no. I don't like this at all. Yeah, cut that, yeah. please. I'll I'll pass on all of that. Um, I'm. I'm Excited might be the wrong word, but just like I'm, I I do like. Um, I am I am intrigued by a uh, a world of Stanley Cup playoffs without fans. I it's not something I want moving forward, outside of the glass banging. Yeah, yeah. being not a thing, but like, I I do uh, I do want to see just sort of what it looks like and be able to hear the game. And have it be less announcer heavy. Like I would love it if I could. Can I? Can I pay extra money for a broadcast that just doesn't have broadcasters?
0: Man, that'd be kind of fun. And it's
1: just pure picking up the mics. NBCSN, get on it. Offer that and, and like right I wanted off. this for years, right? Like years, right? Right. This yeah. is just a golden opportunity to. They really should offer that option. Yeah they really should just let like, me listen just let me listen like there are there are illegal streams out there that that don't go to commercials and you oh, get yeah. to just sort of see what happens and in, in between and you're like yeah this is kind of cool like i don't yeah. need to see like their little dance routine or whatever but it's it's cool to like watch what actually is taking place on the i i like that stuff because you can see different things when you're in the arena you know um you pick up on little things like Sven Andrew ghetto used to hop off the bench during every TV timeout and just skate around in circles to stay warm. Like every single time he would always do it. And I like, I like seeing stuff like that personality stuff, what guys like to do. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah, might give us some nice insights. Producer Kale says, "Uh, they did that for the college football national championship. Yeah, they had all sorts of different yeah. streaming they had like options.
1: Six different feeds to watch, mm-hmm. and it was it was almost too much because it was like I want to try all of these out. Right.
0: Yeah, they but, had like a yeah. coaches film with their like right. coaches and players breaking stuff down and calling yeah. out
1: plays. Those are always really cool. But yeah. the the silent one was definitely it was mint." love you you really are kind of a purist that's true yeah I don't like broadcasters so and it's like yeah I just for me they just don't do much for uh they just don't do much for me I would prefer to just bring me bring me sounds of the game D line co would be a Neanderthal I think no surprises Uh, there that's the yeah (laughs) I could I could imagine that dude headbutting the glass getting so amped up and just being like He's a ram after all.
0: I mean, you know, when you're, you are one, you got to own it. You're like right. You know? Like, um, shooter's gonna shoot. Ram's gonna that's, ram. That's you know, right. <laughs> <Plain and simple>. <laughs> <laughs> Will you allow me to um, embark on a quick uh, side tangent with you here? Yeah, have it. A... And have you give me um, some betting advice on NHL side props? Yeah, of course. With this return. Uh, first, I want to ask about your, your lovely um, other half, your, uh, your, your fiancé from Winnipeg. She is hoping the Jets lose so they have a chance at winning the lottery, yeah? Um
1: or is she, she she's holding out hope for for a series win she I think I think she's in the I, we haven't we we have to keep some distance mm. when mm. we get into mm. certain things mm. um, understood but I I think she's probably in the point where there isn't a bad outcome for her right now beautiful um, like love that they, they they beat the flames Canadian teams love beating other Canadian teams like way like a lot right of course. And so they beat the flames. That's awesome. They lose to the flames, they're in the lottery for laugh. That's also awesome. Like, I think she's in a she
0: views this as win-win for her right now. It's an all gravy. Because you know, this uh this line, this draft prop of who's gonna get the number one pick, they're all plus a thousands. I get it, they're all plus a thousands because you're basically, you know, uh What's a non-vulgar analogy? You're throwing mud at the wall and hoping something sticks. Um, Jello. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Jello on the wall might be might be kind of fun. Um, best odds is the Canadians at exactly plus a thousand. The Jets are plus uh, twelve hundred. There, the Coyotes, who of course would have that Hall luck to their favor. Yeah. Um, yeah. At plus eleven. This is strictly
1: 60. like lottery odds
0: strictly to win the lottery so you're both predicting this team to lose and then to have the good
1: luck to win dude ride the taylor hall voodoo i'm with you right i think just right right especially against nashville where i think nashville has that might be a short series um okay i like that might that might be over in three he's
0: really the one outlier here is tyler hall
1: yeah taylor hall is taylor hall, yeah he's he's the he he his teams win the lotto that's just lotto. what happens man he's
0: the lotto go nothing yeah nothing to it okay beautiful thank you um maybe i'll sprinkle some on winnipeg just uh to feel good for for your fiance just in case somebody okay.
1: has to feel good for her because i'm definitely not on her side when it comes to that I told her she better if they win the lotto, she better not wear that Laffering air jersey across that border.
0: Oh boy,
1: <laughs> she's you are she's gonna try and pull a fast one and wear it on our wedding day, and I'm not gonna be okay with that. Mm.
0: Mm. Hey man, uh, you might feel different once that. Uh, I, uh, hope, I hope comes. she's listening to this right now. <laughs>
1: don't I do too?
0: Don't don't play, girl. Okay, there you go. Don't she has that. been warned as well. So uh, voila that's uh that's all i had for us today my man
1: that's it for the betting well, that was easy enough
0: yeah i mean it's a complete uh crapshoot but i'll i'll take uh i'll take the coyotes i like it
1: good deal i'm so crazy i think that's uh that's fun money i don't know how smart it is but
0: it's fun money for sure i've i've been big on the fun money though uh regretfully, my role should be to be the smart money person. So I need to, I need to rein it in. A little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, pull back, pull back just a little bit there. Right? Yeah, exactly. Don't uh, stop being so enticed by all these plus a thousand bets. Before we go out, we want to remind you that this show is presented by Davidson's beer, wine, and spirits. Uh, you can check out their two locations in Centennial and Highlands Ranch, where they have, just an incredible uh, variety and uh, have you well stocked um, and uh, you know, some incredibly knowledgeable people on their floor too. You can also the, you know, go there for Breckenridge breweries with they which they carry out. And, you know, like us, they are locally owned and operated. I would highly suggest that you, Uh, download their app today to get all their deals and you can sign up for their loyalty program that's how you can get the curbside delivery um and all those sweet perks and while you're there get yourself some some of breck's delicious 15 can sampler delivered straight to your door can't get better than that all right my man it Mm -hmm. was fun doing this uh I guess Rulo's yeah. back,
1: so I uh, I appreciate I bid you uh, idea. Uh, coming off the bench, pinch hitting. There wasn't a good hockey analogy, so
0: I yeah, I was you uh...
1: popping on for us and hanging out. We'll have to uh, we'll have to do it again. We'll have to we'll have to get with Jesse and run it back, super old school.
0: I think so. It sounds like <gasps> that uh, that must happen at this point. <laughs> yeah, it must. I agree. And so it shall as you uh cough us off the show. Yeah, oh
1: my god, I'm now I'm dying. Hopefully not. Right, and, let's let's get out and let it be a mystery.
0: Yeah, that's right. You will find tune in tomorrow to find out if AJ survived the coughing spree back <laughs> at one
1: on Wednesday. <laughs> that's
0: right. All right. Bye, fellas.
1: See ya.